We're coming back. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. And welcome. Oh, I was supposed to do it as a teenager. And <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indie Podcast. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. Uh, we're recording live from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. How are you doing today? <laughs> I am it doing is. just dandy. How are you? I am great. Uh, I was going to say I ate some, um, some of the Wakandan delicacies, but I don't want to be called on that because I don't know exactly what they are. Mm, so. Yeah. Don't want to mess that up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I, I feel ashamed. But that is something that I hope that we learn in future movies, or it's probably in the comics too. Probably, yeah. I would uh, imagine so. I think so. I hope so. Uh, and I have not been up to date with the comics, and I know I've been hearing great things about it. I bring that up because we're going to be talking about some Marvel stuff today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sweet. I don't know if you have seen the new trailer that's finally released today. Yes. Yes. Captain Marvel is so good here. Uh, We get to hear. uh, Oh, man, I forgot how I should have wrote down how it was phrased. Um, I think what makes her a hero. Oh, my God. I loved how that. Yes. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. Oh, so good. Chills. Chills. So good. I can't wait to watch it again. I only watched it the one time, so I, I'm sure I missed stuff. So I need to go watch it again. I was just like grinning and like, like squealing, you know. And I and I watched it in a public place, so I had to plug in my my headphones so I could really hear. It. Um, mm-hmm. And so now I've I've gotten over like the initial viewing. So now I need to go back and watch it again so I can analyze the crap out of it. <laughs> right. Exactly. And I will say this. This is a uh, shout out to Clarkisha Kent because as she is, as she, as she does brilliantly each and every time, like a new trailer comes out, she will give you the breakdown, like of each scene, mm-hmm. and even attach maybe her own reaction to said scene, and then just the way that she has with words. Oh my God, she is hilarious! So uh, <laughs> do do find her thread um, about <laughs> the, the trailer breakdown and and just her reaction to it. It's it's great. I think it's like I almost I almost want to say eighty tweets, but it's not that many. If even Thanks. if it was, I would still work. I would still recommend. Uh, it. Yeah, I'm gonna go find it. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna try to make a note to try to remember to put it in the notes, the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not a promise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great trailer, and I mean, at least you had headphones. For whatever reason, my um, 
my smartwatch is linked to, well, it's not for whatever reason, but like the audio runs through my smartwatch mm-hmm. and I have to kind of hold my wrist up to my ear. So I look all kind of weird, like I'm not really resting my, my head on my, my arm or anything. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I'm not like on the table. It's weird. But because uh, I couldn't switch it over just to play it straight from the phone. And I almost didn't really care who was around me because I'm like, look, do you understand what's happening? Like this, we've been waiting for it's this. It's Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And the marketing team is brilliant because I didn't realize this either until other people were making these connections. But it's also the uh, Air Force, this 71st anniversary okay. today. Nice. So, and since... Uh, Carol Danvers is part of the Air Force, so they just kind of tie that in together. That's amazing! I didn't know that. Well, I mean, yeah. I knew she was in the Air Force, but I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know it was their. Oh my gosh, it's amazing! Okay, continue. Yeah. Sorry. Go. <laughs> it's, it's it's fine. That like that's that's what I'm like. Wow, this is brilliant. That's this so is good. brilliant. Yeah. And the fact that the movie is supposed to be coming out during Women's Month, I believe, which is. Oh yeah, March, it is. What? Yeah. Man. Yeah. So they they know what they're doing. Like the same thing with with Black Panther. They they released that in February because they yep. knew. They knew. They knew. So yeah, you, you can. So amazing. You can say what you will about about Disney and their marketing team. They know what they're. They up know what they're doing, man. There's some smart cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we, I think, some of us. I'll just say, I particularly was a little upset at the time when. Uh, Brie Larson was like, oh, yeah, let's release something. This happened a couple weeks ago. And it was just mm-hmm. like set photos or, or not set photos, but official photos of the movie. And I'm like, eh, it's not what I wanted. I wanted a trailer. But yeah, this this was better. This was, you know, definitely planned. I'm like, let's do it this day. <laughs> so I'm like, you're good. Smarties. You're good. They just know it. <laughs> oh, they do. So good. They do. I I want to introduce a new segment, but not necessarily this episode, because I didn't give you any time to prep for it. But I would like to, and I'm kind of stealing from another podcast I listen to, but like do a recommendations um, portion. And I'm I'm leading up to what I actually just listened to today, and I'm sticking in tune with Marvel. Um, Marvel has released for free their Wolverine podcast, which is a scripted podcast, uh, a story of Wolverine. And uh, I think we're actually following like two FBI agents who may be tracking or hunting him. So uh, you say for free, is it normally a subscription based thing? Normally? Yes. Like it would be, you have to go to like Stitcher premium. You can listen to the whole series. I don't know how many episodes they are, but they are making it free. So you can listen to an episode a week. And episode three, I don't actually know what day they come out, but this week should be episode three. I've already listened to the first two episodes. And Courtney, let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. As someone who is an audiophile like myself, like a sound engineer, and I have a keen ear to hear things, mm-hmm. the audio production on this is brilliant. Oh and, my gosh, I can't they, wait to hear it. They tell you like I'm well not they but like I've heard other like podcasts that have been promoting it saying like yeah what they how they recorded it was they would just like old fashioned radio plays they actually have a very special microphone that records in all 360 degrees although wow. most omnidirectional microphones do this but this is different because if someone is on the left 
or like below you, but on the left hand side of you, you will hear that. If they're above you, you hear the birds chirping. It sounds like they're right above you. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I I was I was a little skeptical. I don't know why, but I just kind of was. But, but then I started listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! And I was I really immersed. I was really immersed. Yeah, I was immersed in this world and I'm like, how are they giving this away for free? Because mm-hmm. this is quality production. And, and what's uh, the name of it again? It's called Wolverine colon The Long Night. Apropos. So, Very yeah. apropos. And um, it's, it is like a murder mystery of sorts. Um, mm-hmm. There are some, some names in the cast. Well, names I'm familiar with, like uh, Richard Armitage, who I believe is in... The Hobbit and or Lord of the Rings. I don't remember which one. Mm-hmm. He's in a number of stuff. Uh, I looked him up and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I've seen these things you're in, but I don't remember. I don't know who you are, but he plays Wolverine. Um, there is a sheriff character played by Scott Adsit, who I know from 30 Rock, uh, but a whole bunch of other people, but they do a brilliant job. I was really immersed in the story and, and it really, you know, took me away. Like I was supposed to be working and then I just kind of found myself just kind of staring at some boxes like, what, what's going to happen next? Because <laughs> they're telling stories <laughs> of somebody being slashed yeah. up. Yeah. So excellent storytelling. If I were to recommend something, I would definitely go go check that out. And it's it's funny because like half the podcasts I listen to, they have an ad right in the beginning of their podcast. Like, Go check this out for free. All right, fine. We're gonna do it. Oh wow! So, <laughs> so now you understand the hype, I do. right? I do. I do. I do. All right. So now you're hearing it from me. It's it's a recommendation. Go check it out. Yeah. Uh, I guess there is like one of those parental advisories since this is a family show. They, they do have some adult language at times, or it gets a little graphic, even for an audio production. Yeah. It, there are some descriptors of um like. Of things being sliced up as as Wolverine should do, as as as, it, as one does, right? As right. Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. It's almost like if you were listening to Logan the movie that came out. Ooh, oh. okay. And, and how I'm graphic for it. that? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Here for it. So that happened today, and we're recording this, breaking the wall again. Recording this on a Tuesday. Last night was the Emmys. That mm-hmm. happened. Um, I know you're not big into awards, so I'm just going to do the highlights. <laughs> um, and a highlight, I'm not even sure if this is it's more of a, maybe a low light or something that I found very, I was very cynical and snarky about because they, they loved to promote diversity. Like this is the most diverse, um, like nominees or, or show that we've had. And there were only out of how many categories I don't know let's say like 20 only two black people won two black women <laughs> uh-huh yeah so sounds um, about right sounds diverse to me yeah and, and it just got terrible because there's all these scripted things where people kept coming up saying yeah this is the most diverse that we've ever been and then and two, um two. yeah and now the best director goes to a white person so yeah it's yeah. it great um but hey shout out to regina king who is Woo-hoo. still the queen like she she was so surprised i, I believe it i just i think everybody just, was a little surprised yeah i i think because we that was the first black person that won like oh my god and plus she's amazing so she should win all the things and tell me what she won she won for i believe guest or, or best 
guest appearance on a drama. Okay. For seven seconds, which I believe he also produced. Mm. I did not watch it. Um, as much as I am a stan for Regina King, uh, mm. I think I forgot that she produced it. And then my sister even told me that she watched it and didn't like it. So that kind of was my, like, okay, well, I'm going to pass then. Yeah. But she had told me that before I found out that she produced it. So I kind of already had written it off. So, yeah. Um, the other one who won was Tandy Newton. Okay. Yeah. Was she win for? She won for. Uh, I'm not sure if it was. I don't think it was a uh, lead actress. Might have been supporting lead actress for a drama for Westworld. Nice. Which I mean, that's that is a show that I watch. As confusing as it is, which I do kind of like, but she yeah. she earned that Emmy. That is for sure. Yeah. But Sweet. yeah, it was. Well, congrats it was to good. him. Yes, yes. And, and there are some others, but the people that won, I, or the shows that won, I'm like, I, let alone that they're all white people, <laughs> but yeah. I hadn't hadn't seen them. Like, I, I mean, I knew they existed. I just didn't watch them. So I was like, man, I wish somebody won that I actually saw. Right. <laughs> so that was a little frustrating and it made it a little boring for me, just a little bit, because they honored, um, the 96-year-old Betty White. Woo! Like I, yeah. Yeah, they had they had her come out and she talked for a little bit. Um I didn't really know what the point was other than just to honor her, which she you knows perfectly good. They didn't give her an award or anything. They just had her come out and talk. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. we'll, 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 she's we'll Betty White, and they yeah, should do that every year. It, pretty much just to say, hey, I'm still here. Still, you know, still, still kicking. Working, still kicking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she came out and talked for a little bit. Um, one thing that was a surprise, like it, like I actually was left speechless and I really couldn't be as cynical as I wanted to be because it was just like, oh my God. Um, and I didn't, I really can't recall them ever like broadcasting this particular award live, but they um, awarded um, best director for, I think a televised event, like a live event, like the Oscars, for example, or, um, hmm other award shows but the guy who did the oscars last year he won really? so yes and i for me at first i just kind of thought about it I was like wow you can get an emmy for directing the oscars like, like that i mean i guess <laughs> I, I don't i don't know i just, i don't know like uh, <laughs> okay yeah it, it seemed weird to me too a little bit but he came it's up weird, right it, it did so but in, in probably also win an Emmy for directing the Emmys. How backwards is that? Like... Well, maybe not backwards, but... It's a little backwards. Yeah. It's a little... That doesn't make any sense. Self-congratulatory? Yes, that's the perfect word. Yes, it's very self-congratulatory. Like, yeah, I'm gonna throw this party for the best of the best, and I'm gonna direct it, and I'm probably gonna win it because I'm directing it, and I'm doing the party. Get out of here. Right. I'm, what? Yeah, no. I'm not... Yeah, no. Now I really don't like awards shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just the Emmys. They don't have that for the Oscars where... I mean, of course they have directing, the but not directing your own thing. Yeah. Your own thing. Come on. <laughs> directing yeah, it, your own thing. Wow. It was weird. But, I, but the thing that made this particular thing special is the director that won, he came up 
and he started to make a speech and he talked about how like two weeks ago his mother passed away so he was like really upset about that but also happy that you know she's looking down and be able to see that happen and and then see that um and then he started to thank his girlfriend who he said and this oh, is yeah. where everybody lost it Wait, have you heard about this already i have i saw oh, it oh you saw it okay yeah so for those who didn't see it he said that he doesn't want her to be he doesn't want to call him call her his girlfriend anymore he wants to call her his wife and so then sweet. it was I'm like, I'm like oh my god what's happening is this happening and just i just felt like just just like um i was like fanning myself and just like oh no it's happening it's happening and then um they started pulling her on stage which i'm pretty sure that's not exactly what she wanted to do or intended but um yeah, just people getting yeah. excited but and i was like oh no i hope he's not up there and, and saying all of this but doesn't have a ring but he had it with him so he had it he sure did and, and i was where he got it from and mm-hmm. yes that was great too I had to tell his brothers and sisters i didn't swipe it <laughs> so uh all of that and then he actually did get down on the knee so i'm like okay good good because at first I didn't think he was, but I was like, well, maybe he's just still standing so he can be heard. And mm-hmm. sure enough, he dropped down and I was like, okay, yeah. all right, all right, guy. Yeah, good job. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> like, and really good job. From what I could kind of tell from body language, he was already saying yes before she was like going yeah. up there. So at least that yeah. was that was good. That was good. Yeah. Because yeah. so many. Hmm? It didn't look like it was a pressured, oh, God, everybody's watching. I guess I have to say yes now. It didn't right. look like that at all. It looked very like she was she was surprised, but very happy and, you know, very accepting. So right. that, was, that was really sweet. It was a sweet moment. It was. It was. It was very unexpected. It's something I've never seen before, and I think probably has never happened I know. Before. On a, it's like on a live award show. I don't know if that's ever happened. Yeah. I wish I could have watched it live, but it's all good. Yeah, I was trying to do my best live tweeting it, and I wasn't having as much fun because I was, like I said, I was a little bored, a little upset. I kept talking about diversity, and then I'm like, this could be a great drinking game each time they mentioned diversity because right. oh, it was terrible. <laughs> um, yeah. The hosts were Michael Che and Colin Jost, most mm-hmm. known for being co-head writers on SNL and doing Weekend Update, which, which I like. And I, I every... Every time SNL is brought up, there's always a crowd of people that like to say, like, this is why I don't watch it anymore, or this is why I don't watch SNLs because they're just not funny. Um, and I've, I think I've gone on this rant before, at least on Twitter, saying that it's different. Like, every episode is different, every season is different. And after reading the history about it, so much changes. Um, where they start to gel and actually there are, are full episodes or even full seasons that are actually pretty decent. So yeah. there are people that are wishing for the glory days and even the glory days weren't all that glorious. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, just like every show, it's going to have its ebbs and it's, it's going to change as the people change and as they grow. And I would hope you want that, you know, mm-hmm you want the show to change for the better and not just stay stagnant because then then what have you got you've got the same show every week and that's right. i think that goes against the very essence of what snl actually is so you're right you know. you're right and it, and it does evolve with the generations that are either watching it or, and or producing it mm-hmm. so 
because I did watch. Actually, I own the first season from 1976, and there, wow. yeah, there's a lot of it. I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't <laughs> get it. But then there's people like, oh no, this yeah. is when they were funniest. I'm like, mm. yeah, I mean, it's all subjective. Comedy is very subjective. So. Exactly, exactly. Well, I think anything that you like, like any. That's why I think award shows are like, okay, whatever, because it's subjective. You know, there's no, what, what are they looking for in terms of who and what and what format or whatever gets the award? I just, yeah, no. Yeah, but, everyone's but, best isn't the best, like your best. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, whatever to award shows, you know, I'm glad they exist or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... You know, with with SNL and shows like that or comedy or whatever, it's it's very subjective. So, mm-hmm. and you can't deny the institution that SNL is, because so yes. many greats have come from it, are still coming exactly. from it, yes. and it's like the um, the top thing that people that some comics, not all of them, some of them aim for, because like, oh, once you get on SNL, you made it, right? Or you can. Basically, because you well, have to still go through that so, system. Yeah, so many, so many people have lost their careers because of SNL, right? Or right. furthered their careers because of it's, it, it. Like I said, it's an institution. It's a, it's a well-established institution. Right. Right. So long-lasting at that. So, just makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I went on that whole rant just to say that it definitely felt like an SNL semi-produced show which I, I found out later lauren michaels who created snl was a producer of the emmys so that's that's why it um so many of the snl alum either were presenters or uh even the hosts from uh jost and uh michael che which even on weekend update i still feel that jost is funnier than michael che at times mm-hmm and that was also proven last night because he did have some great uh, like one-liners, mm-hmm. even in regards to um, the marriage proposal that happened. <laughs> he said that there were so many guys that probably came uh, hoping to win and had rings, so he felt bad for them. Because <laughs> 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 they were all hoping, yeah, to right. make their proposals or whatnot. But um, right. they, they, a lot of their jokes were hit and miss. I think some of them were more misses than hits, but, but like you know, they, they were there. Um, another standout was Hannah Gatsby hopefully I'm saying her name right Mm -hmm. that is that new uh, not new uh, Zealand um, Tasmanian uh, comedian Mm -hmm. who came out with the special Nanette Uh, she came out and delivered an amazing I forgot what she was presenting for it almost doesn't matter but but, oh man that was brilliant and I'm like I I wish I need more people to know who she is and to see Mm -hmm. her work I want to look her up. I didn't know she had a momentous um, presentation. Yes, she did. I believe it was almost like a minute and a half, and she was mm-hmm. supposed to be up there, and she seemed all like nervous and out of place, and that's even what she said. Mm-hmm. And then um, I read a tweet today saying like she is like the patron saint of introverts, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, that describes that it perfectly. Yeah. Yes. And of course, there are people. That want her to host like next year, so hmm. I I doubt that'll happen. Well, but yeah, you know. it almost doesn't seem like it's up her alley. But I don't know. I don't. I've only seen very little of her. I, I'm, I'm aware of the special on mm-hmm. Netflix, and I still want to check that out. But um, yeah, from what from what I understand of the content of the Netflix special, and then you know what 
what I've just learned about her. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe, but maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I, as I, I don't think I told you on the show, but I remember telling you like on the phone, like it's definitely a recommendation. I already gave my recommendation for this episode, but that right. one is also a recommendation as well. Right. Gotcha. So gotcha. my last, my last bit of um, Emmy news rolls into our Black History fact. Black History. Black History. Black History. Black History. Facts. Which is John Legend is now mm -hmm. an EGOT. And I am, I am keeping my. I was I was excited when I found out because they he actually got his Emmy last week. Uh, they had mm -hmm. the creative Emmys, which I don't believe they televise. So no, um, I don't think so. Yeah, he got his for producing uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, which we did talk about on this podcast a couple episodes ago. Mm -hmm. um, and he was nominated for lead actor, which he did not get. I forgot who won that particular one. I think it was for like a special limited series or something i don't remember what it was but he didn't win but that's okay because mm -hmm. he still got his emmy he still got his he egot did. yep and i'm excited for him yes good <laughs> and, i mean that's amazing good things good things yes he is the youngest african to be the recipient of an egot or be nice. be an egot rather right Huge honor. and again for those that don't know egot stands for emmy Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Um, and I forgot to look up what he won the Tony for because I do not remember. Um, but the Emmy, like I just said, you got for Jesus Christ Superstar producing. Uh, the Grammy, well, he is a singer-songwriter, a marvelous singer-songwriter at that. Uh, one of my favorites. Um, an Oscar for the song for Selma, which, oh my God. I'm blanking what the name of that song is. And is it uh, Glory? Glory? Yes. No. Glory? Yeah. It is Glory. Something like that. I think it is. Sounds right. <laughs> it does. Because <laughs> I was going to say a celebration, but I know that's not, that's not it. Um, so the next EGOT winner that we're waiting for, or next person to be an EGOT, who should have been an EGOT already? Ahem. <clears throat> I'm, I'm not, I don't know who I'm a hemming. Um, yes, I do. It's the, I think the people who wrote music the for man. Frozen. Yeah, the man. Um, but <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda, he should mm -hmm. have been an EGOT winner already. Agreed. Because they, they stole that from him from Moana. They did. Uh, Whatever. Move yeah. On. I'm, I'm still not happy about it. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, fair, man. It really I, is. It is not. And... Yeah, I'm still just going to be harping on that until he does get his due, which I'm sure that he will. Uh, I don't think it'll for Mary Poppins, which I did see the trailer for. As excited as other people are, I, it is a, for me a musical that still that still stands up, holds up. I like it, mm -hmm. um, but I am looking forward to the new one. Are you looking forward to it? I mean, I don't know. I don't have a I don't have a a dog in that fight. I'm not a huge Mary Poppins fan as it is. So I don't like I'm excited for him and his involvement in it, but that's about it. Hmm. <laughs> I understand. I do understand that. And um 
Hmm. I am the page for his wins is being very slow, so I can't quite. I'm talking about John Legend again. Sorry. Just trying to get to his. Um. Oh, there it is. Finally listed <laughs> for uh, his Tony win. Although we also need to find out, make sure that what the song is for. And let's see. Jitney. Oh, he was a producer for a, I guess, a, a, a play called Jitney. Okay. So that's what he won his Tony for. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Have you? I haven't. Hmm. And now just to verify what the song is, which I'm pretty sure is Glory. So I think you got it. I'm just need to. Yes, it's Glory. Would I get a cookie? Uh, yes. Um, okay. I don't know how many cookies you might be up to. I think, well, just one because we just started counting. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll keep count. It's okay. all good. Cool. Cool. So that was that. Um, now we're going to shift a little bit because as we're still talking about TV, um, I've been watching a bunch of TV. Some of it. Well, yeah, it's it, there's been a debate whether or not we still qualify Netflix as TV, but I, I say it is. It's still a TV show. Who's debating uh, that? It's definitely TV. I'm trying to remember. Uh, again, with all the TV I'm watching, I'm also listening to like just as many podcasts, and that became a debate on somebody's podcast about whether or not we still qualify Netflix or streaming shows as TV because you don't always watch it on your TV. You could be watching on a computer or your phone. So I don't, I don't know. Well, I guess I I guess I've always thought that the or that the idea of TV, I mean it's it's 2018. Your mm -hmm. your our Lord and Queen Beyonce is 2018. I mean, like you don't have to just because it, you don't watch it on an actual TV doesn't mean it's not TV. I guess I look at it like if it's a show, it's TV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I do too. Like if it's a series, if it's that a would've... series, if it's episodic in nature, mm -hmm. it is TV. Right. The only uh, people that can exclude themselves from being TV is HBO because it's right there in their slogan. It's not TV. It's On HBO. Yeah. 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 Which, which okay, I'll give them that. Which Tandy Newton actually sh um, called them their whole name. Home box office, like <laughs> did she yeah, really? <laughs> she did, she did in her thank you speech, and I even had a coworker who, I mean, not even like jokingly, that's just what she called it. I mean, that's that is their whole name, but it was just so odd to hear them say it. Like it's like it's like watching it's like it's like because what what is ABC American Broadcasting company. Channel Company? It's like calling it American Broadcasting Company. There's a reason that it's abbreviated. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. so that we don't have to call it its whole government name. Actually, now I, yeah. now I need to check just to make sure. <laughs> I think it is American Broad. I'm pretty sure it is American Broadcasting Company. That it, is, right. it is. It is. Okay. I, I wanted to to check because stick with me, kid. Uh... I'll I'll lead you places. <laughs> well, because I, I that was one of those things as as a young tyke. Uh, a weird one at that, <laughs> a nerdy one. I'm like, hey, what does ABC stand for? That's what I said. Like, I'm tight. <laughs> Voice <Is> that... <laughs> cracking. <laughs> what did you sound like again? What does ABC stand for? So, um, it was did, that. Did your voice crack too? It did crack. <laughs> See, I am oh, a voice artist. <laughs> okay. Are you? 
it, it, you have to reach those like you have to get those teenage years where it's it's weird and awkward like i'm a boy I'm, i mean i'm a man i'm growing up I <laughs> um because cbs is columbia broadcasting oh no station it's either station or system C- uh, oh, cbs yeah gotcha System, it is system. System, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, NBC is also a company, national broadcasting company. But yeah, I, I was always curious about these um, acronyms, what they stand for, and uh, it's you know I don't want to say it's useless knowledge, but it's it's stuff that I just like to know, and I've been yeah. wanting to know since I was a a teen <laughs> with a crackly voice. Um, that where was I going with that? <laughs> Um, I don't know. It didn't matter, does it? It it matters. It it does. We were talking about TV shows and oh, whether or not they qualify as TV shows if it's on Netflix. I don't know if you can hear weird noises from Chief over here. Um, yeah, what was that? Did he sneeze? No, he's whining because I think he wants to sit in my lap. Oh, he's just just giving me the the sad eyes. So I'm gonna try to work this out. But anyway, bless his heart. Yes. So if you hear any aggressive sniffing, it's now because he's in my lap. Um, anyway, what I meant to say was there's new shows and um, this would also fall under recommendations, but I'm, I'm hoping you get to check it out so we can come back and talk more in depth about it. But uh, the Dragon Prince has come out. On yes. Netflix. Yes. Okay. I knew I knew very little going in. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't mm-hmm. want to spoil anything for you. Okay. Uh, not not more that's already been like tweeted and whatnot. <laughs> no, I haven't um, seen very much actually. So Okay, so somehow, there are things somehow I'm pretty hmm? good about avoiding spoilers. At, like because you know my story and listeners, you might know my story about Game of Thrones and a certain <laughs> episode called The Red Wedding, which is what, three or four seasons into the show, right? Yeah. And it's like huge, right? It's huge and it's devastating and it's crazy and everybody knew about this even before the show somehow i literally had never heard about it mm-hmm. and i dodged all the spoilers i don't know if i just had blonde, but i missed it anyway i have a gift and so i have not had any dragon prince spoilers happy and to say it as far as we know you're still not over the red wedding either too <laughs> i'll never be over the, the red wedding okay never it's still <laughs> too soon to talk about it well, um, yes, the Dragon Prince um, <laughs> is uh, created, I think, by one of the head writers of Avatar: The Last Airbender. So mm-hmm. you have that. Um, I'll tell you a little about about the animation. It is completely c- computer generated, which I did not realize because they have a technique where they can uh, make it look like it's like traditional two dimensional animation, and only sometimes is that actually uh, you actually can tell it's like, oh, wait, I see now the computer generatedness because normally it's all three dimensional looking. But mm-hmm. they did a brilliant job with that. And it does share similar aspects that Avatar The Last Airbender had where it comes to like multicultural or multi uh, ethnicities, um, uh, powers being from the elements. Um, 
and just things like that. That's, that's where I'll stop. But this and it's and it's a quest. They're on a quest, so there's that too. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. there are lots of of things like that, and it's a beautiful story, uh, great story, great characters. Um, um, there's there's really a lot, <laughs> and, and we we <laughs> will definitely go into it more after you watch it. Then we can definitely do like a a Patreon special and, and discuss more about it. So that's. That's all I'll say for right now. Well, I've definitely bumped it up on my list of all the things you've given me to watch and listen to. Um, <laughs> it a lot. I, well, I just, it's a never ending list and I'm okay with that. But <laughs> I am bumping it up because I'm, I've been miss I've actually been missing Avatar lately and it ain't streaming somewhere. So it's hard to watch. And I don't have any, I just, my access to avatar is limited like it's right. all i bought i bought the seasons years ago and they're only downloaded on my computer my laptop mm. so i have to only if i want to watch it i have to sit at my computer and watch it and it's just not the same i just want to be able to pull it up and stream it somewhere because netflix has spoiled me mm-hmm. and so yeah so now i'm kind of glad to have a an avatar like show to get into so yeah how many episodes is it sadly only nine so it's a very quick watch yeah and and afraid of that i mean it it is really good and and i actually managed to spread it out well still took me a day less than a day to watch it but like i was able to take like a couple hours break (laughs) because i had to because i had to go to work Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. um it's it's good like i mean I will admit the first episode, as most new shows, you have to kind of learn who's who and what's going on and, you know, plot and everything. But after a while, you really do figure it out. and like, oh, okay, this is that and this is that. And um, yeah, nine episodes and they're, of course, 30 minutes each. So it, it is a quick watch. And then you're like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go watch it again because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to enjoy the world because um, there's there's something about where there's like, kings and queens and elves and it's almost like like a lord of the rings ish or um because it does have a little bit of that vibe mm-hmm. um okay and, and um, the whole, whole fantasy because again that's why i figured you'd, you'd really be into this there's, yeah. there's other reasons but i don't want to tell you why until you see it so um, <laughs> okay uh but like the whole fan uh fantasy elements and i'm not always I like them, but I'm not always there for them. So that's that's why mm. I'm I'm not a yeah yeah I'm not a strong sell for <laughs> Hobbit <laughs> fantasy. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, I, okay. I, I hate right. it. I don't hate it. I watch them. It's just it's not my like my top go to. Like, oh, there's dragons. Yes, bring bring it to me. Because um, I was I was even hesitant mm. too about like yeah I don't know but everyone's talking Hello. about it. And then once okay. I saw that some of the uh, avatar people were involved i'm like okay well, well let me give this a little look-see <laughs> a little bit of a stronger sale for you for that yeah, one yeah yeah and then there was one one particular character and i'm gonna say that i think i'm gonna say i i have a crush on the character the actress who plays this particular character because the character is 16 and i don't want to be weird um, but uh the voice <laughs> actress i really really enjoy her voice so okay um, so I, I do like that. Um, the character is Claudia. So that's just a, a heads up. If you know who she is, then you're like, oh, yeah, she's awesome. And Courtney, you're going to like her. So I'm going to say that now. I believe it. Yeah. 
So I'm going to get really nerdy specifically, and I'm going to ask you if uh, if maybe a TV that you would watch uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, or if you have a USB like port, I'm pretty sure that it does. Most newer TVs do. And uh, yeah. if, if so, then you can probably maybe transfer your avatar into the uh, flash drive and then maybe plug it into your TV. And then you can maybe. watch it that way. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I hadn't thought about it or tried it. Oh, but that would be amazing on my... Oh, see? See? Yeah. This is why I'm asking. See? This... Now I'm I sure ch- there's a way to do that, I guess. It's downloaded on my computer. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to have an off, off camera, <laughs> um, like tutorial. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I, I got you. I got Cause, you. Because I, I need to make this happen now. I, I will say this, and then we'll, we're gonna move on. It's still gonna be Avatar related, but um, I have sticking out of my Blu-ray player a four-way USB drive port. <laughs> mm-hmm. Each um, US each thumb drive has like a set number of shows on it that I could fit on it. (laughs) So for example, one of them has like the it crowd on that drive. Another, another drive has, um, I think this is before I had like Hulu and some of the other streaming services, but sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes your internet doesn't work right. And I need, I need my shows. I need my shows. So so that's why. And back in my, my piracy days are, I was able to (laughs) download some shows and that's where they've been. They've been either on the main hard drive, which I do have an external hard drive full of TV shows, and I put some of them on flash drives so I can watch them on, you know, wherever I am. Mm-hmm. So so nice. that's why I'm mentioning all of this. But back to Avatar. Also mm-hmm. breaking news today, which I don't know if you've heard, but Netflix no, what? Netflix is planning on with the original creators uh, doing a live action version of <laughs> Avatar the Last Airbender. How do you feel about this? <laughs> so I thought you were going to say they're going to stream it. And I was like, okay, what day so I can take off work? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, I was, once I read this news, like I, I resisted texting you about it. Cause I'm like, no, I'm going to wait until the show and see if she, <laughs> uh, first of all, see if she heard about it. And then if not, then I will present it to her. I hadn't heard about it. Um, Hmm. And let me tell you, it's been divided. Like it, there are mixed reactions. So just your response alone is just further telling me that <laughs> there, there is right to be um, opti- op- uh, cautiously optimistic, which a lot of people are. Uh, but, yeah. And I haven't read any articles per se, but I'm, I'm from what I'm gathering, even the creators, they're like, we, we don't want any whitewashing whatsoever. So already that's points because yeah um the movie that shall not be named and to some people does not exist exactly like when i think of it i see a black void but i know what was there at one point and so (laughs) that's what i'm this is what i'm talking about okay Mm -hmm. this is this is what i'm talking about and at the time when that movie came out i mean the movie that we that, that we don't even know i don't know what i'm talking about but when the, there was this thing that came out that people were upset about i only knew one person that actually watched the cartoon and then when the movie came out I, uh, she she was like mm. 
so upset and I did not understand why. And it, I didn't understand get why. It now. I, I get do it get now, it now. Right? Yes, I, I do get it now. Um, and I don't think I can actually go back and revisit the movie because I think I saw the movie before I did actually watch the show. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, that, that movie was horrible. So. I mean, yeah. like, it was so bad they were supposed to make a whole trilogy. But did they even think about it after that movie? Nope. Mm. Well, some people didn't because one person in particular was like, oh, yeah, we can keep going. But like, no, we're, we're not. Uh, you are delusional, sir. I think you need to. There's a twist here that, that needs to happen. The twist is that your movie sucked. <sighs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. But- I don't want to talk like it's a whole it's a whole like heartburn. It gives me heartburn. OK, still, <laughs> I don't understand how you can make how you can. How how Sterling, when your how template can you, is right there. Your template is right there. You had three whole series, okay, seasons, three whole seasons of this brilliant show, so perfectly like crafted, and the storytelling was beautiful. All the characters were three dimensional. You, mm-hmm. ha- I mean, you had. And really, he was only up? supposed to deal with the first season. Really, he was the just movie. supposed to deal with the first season in in one movie, right? Like mm-hmm. you said. Um, how do you so royally mess something up when it's li- all you have to do is condense it? That's it, right. condense it. You don't need to add nothing to it, you don't need to take nothing away from it. You know, you condense it and make a great movie, mm. but you couldn't even do that. And then the, the effects were not even that great. Can we talk about how Katara's water, water bending was just basically a bubble? That spilled as much water as it was supposed to contain. How? Houseway? How? Like, how? I don't understand. How many times did you watch it? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to love it. I wanted to give it a chance. I wanted I wanted it to be great. And I was hoping it was going to grow on you, maybe? Like, I, I was hoping it was going to grow on me because I was like, okay, listen, I love the original so much. It's very possible that I'm being very biased. It's, that's very possible. Um, no, I was not wrong the first time mm. or the second, or I don't know if I made it to a third, but I, I wasn't wrong. Okay. Yeah. I think I did at least two times because there was also podcasts that like to make fun of it. So, uh, I was like, okay, I have to watch it for the, um, the comical value of it. So, mm. so that, or just also to make sure that I was correct and like, okay, yeah, this movie is not good <laughs> for the various reasons that you have already mentioned. Um, and others that after I saw the cartoons, like, okay, I get it now. Like, this is not Ang. Like, he is not happy and joyful. He's kind of morose and just sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, for several reasons. So I understand why people are maybe a little apprehensive about another live action uh, remake of this. And like, yeah, we still have a bad taste from several years ago. So, but the creators will be involved in this. It will be a series, not a movie. So we'll, we'll I'm hoping for the best here. Mm, okay. So that, that is, I mean, I don't know. It's in development. It's, it's nothing we can look forward to right away, but it'll, it'll it's something else they're working toward. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, <laughs> the, only, the only other thing <laughs> we'll, we'll move away from that because I know that is a, a toughie, a, a tough. Sub, touchy. Uh, he yeah. said toughy. <laughs> I did say toughy because I was looking for touchy. And then you're, like, well, 
and and tough as, as yeah sure it is a toughy <laughs> subject <laughs> uh, that was sorry the, the adolescence in me coming out a little bit <laughs> <laughs> it's toughy um so another show that i had watched uh american vandal i remember actually telling you about this last episode because uh true crime we were talking about that but american vandal came out with their second season and very appropriately like this is like all about number two um i can only like say so much about season one and it's almost it's more of it is a mockumentary Mm -hmm. of a true crime series and um this season two just continues that with the same uh investigative team more or less but they are going to a different school and looking at a different crime of the basically of the infamous turd burglar is the criminal they're looking for okay okay Hmm. yeah all right there the 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 thing that started it all was basically someone tainted the lemonade with some laxatives and uh a whole bunch of students and i think maybe I'm not sure if a couple of teachers were involved. I think it was mostly the, the students that they all pretty much just kind of exploded and uh, all oh, over the place. Yeah. Oh, gross. I mean, it's, it is played for laughs, but the, the, like the show itself takes itself so seriously. Mm-hmm. It's part of the joke of the whole, se- mm-hmm. whole series, really. Um, and it's, it's really brilliantly done. It is a true um, like whodunit just as the first season was and um yeah they they really brought it and they even had like a bit of a message too because by the end of it it's all about kind of bullying there's a uh, talk about like cyber crimes and and uh cyber bullying rather and it's um no actually there were some cyber crimes as well so it, it did have a message underneath some of the the uh <laughs> the literal crap that was on top of it so uh it, it was um it was really good i like it i know it's not for everyone it definitely isn't for everyone hmm. not for, yeah not i was gonna say i might have to pass on this one yeah i i'm i'm letting um our, our good friend uh parisa fatenly know about it so she i don't know if she'll she has checked it out yet but i did let her know uh and i've got a couple other friends i gotta let them know but Again, American Vandal as a series, like I'm I'm hoping they get a season three. I'm really excited to see where they might go with that. If they do go with the season three, what they can investigate next, because it would it comes off both of seasons come off as like immature, childish pranks. But they are like seriously like serious, <laughs> like if it happened for real, like this, this is not like a laughing matter, but it's a joke. Everything is made up. So just kind of go with it and. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, hmm. okay. Well, that's uh, American Vandal. And um, other than that, I actually took a break from The Wire. I, I'm in the middle of season three. Um, and I finally started Iron Fist season two. I'm only two episodes in. And mm-hmm. it's not as Like, I, it's okay. actually watching Finn Jones actually fight. Because <laughs> <laughs> before. I know before it was like way too many cuts for a uh, fighting whatever. And you mm-hmm. can like, I think they replaced him with his uh, stunt doubles too many times, but you can tell it's actually him. They learned their lesson, at least from the first two episodes I've watched so far. I do hear that it gets better. I just have not had the time to watch it yet. 
because I've been juggling other shows. Um, in fact, I'm going to tell you here. I was going to tell you like off mic, but it's it's one of the shows that I like watching. I like watching this show called Aerial America. It's okay. on the Smithsonian channel. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it, it came with my package that comes with Turner <laughs> Classic Movies. Sure, got just it. To, just, just in case you're like, what is that? But um, You don't have to justify yourself, but I, I see you, bro. Well, you know I'm a nerd. We know uh -huh. this. That's one of our common bonds. Um, so yes. <laughs> this is a channel that's almost like a living museum in a sense. Like, hey, so you don't have to go to a museum. You can watch these crazy shows. Anyway, Aerial America is basically each episode either features a state or maybe they feature landmarks. But it's just a plane that just flies around the state and just and then there's a narrator that just tells you all about the things that you're looking at and mm -hmm. uh the historical things and like and here is the um uh the uh empire state building and it was built so forth and so on and then they'll give you some random trivia about that and then they go to another city and they talk about that i say all this because my lovely lovely dvr decided to like just revolt against me and the hardest episode for me to find is the one about arkansas and then i finally found it of course mm -hmm. I, I finally found it and then that's when my dvr decided not to record that day so mm -hmm. like it wasn't just that show but there was other things that were supposed to record that day and it was just having a bad recording day and i'm like seriously like this is and they keep replaying all like these other states like they like I, i've seen pennsylvania so many i didn't actually watch pennsylvania but they have like the pennsylvania episode keep coming on and and then there's another one for wisconsin sadly they did not look at sheboygan i did watch that episode but they did not talk about sheboygan so i'm upset about that it's like you tell me i watch all this for nothing no offense to the rest of the people in wisconsin i still love you but i wanted to see sheboygan from the air and they did not show it to me. I was upset. But I'm more upset because it's taking me forever to find this stupid episode for Arkansas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've been watching the show for like a couple of years now. But I just try to remember because I'm never home when it's actually on. Mm -hmm. So that's why I have to keep going through the DVR like every two weeks or, mm -hmm. or the guide to try to find it. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little frustrating. So I, I just want I just want you to know that I'm looking out for you. In your state. Well, I appreciate it because most people or a lot of people don't be looking out for us in the state. So I do I do definitely appreciate it. Also, I did see the announcement um about the last airbender live action. Mm -hmm. And let me just tell you, you might have seen this, but let me just tell you what the creators Brian and Michael I can never pronounce their last name so Brian <laughs> and Michael um they were like they were quoted as saying we can't wait to realize Aang's world as cinematically as we always imagined it to be and with a culturally appropriate non-whitewashed cast if that ain't the slickest and most professional burn slash mm -hmm. side eye to the movie that shall not be named I don't know what is okay mm -hmm. like he hit him <laughs> they hit him on every I mean that's beautiful that is a beautiful burn okay mm -hmm. it's just beautiful it's like burned in the shade of all the in shades the, like at the same time <laughs> <sighs> 
so good. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad you pulled that exact quote because I, I paraphrased it, which that? did not do it justice. So, well, I didn't know that the creator said it like that. Like it was so. What a cold burn. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know the entire quote either. I just knew about that they wanted to, you know, just make sure that they weren't whitewashing anything. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, it. it I mean, especially now. I mean, especially that that director that did the movie him being a person of color himself mm -hmm. right uh, that's uh, the that's that's the most troubling and, and telling part of that whole debacle i mean a person of color mm -hmm. who ain't yeah. casting people of color when it's a clearly like full of people of color i think ang was the only i don't know if he was white but he i don't know but it, clearly everybody else was not white Clearly. Right, right. Okay, clearly. Like, clearly. I, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. It baffles me, but I'm glad that they get it. Um, doesn't surprise me that they get it. They created the show. So. Of course, like that, that was their vision. That was their mm -hmm. intent, which they did. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. recognized it, and then we revolted when we realized we didn't get that in mm -hmm. the version that should not be named. So, yeah, they... Mm -hmm. They're they're here to correct the wrong that befell us, <laughs> mm -hmm. but also maybe because they just really love living in that world, which which we all did, and they want to re return to it. And like, let's 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 bring it back. And, and again, there are some people who are they don't feel as strongly as like not everything needs to be a live action remake, which I get, I, I do agree with that, but I, I don't. I, I'd be interested in seeing this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I get your feeling too. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm still cautiously optimistic and I, I normally just like to wait for any judgments until I see a trailer. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> things happen. Things happen. They don't always come to fruition like we we plan or want. Um, yeah. And I didn't want to get excited. Like, for example, I didn't want to get excited about Captain Marvel until we saw something. And like, now that we see it, now I can get hype. Because like, yeah. okay, that this makes for the it next real. Six months. Like, let's for the next six months or so. I'm ready. Let's right. do this. I don't even need. I don't want to see anymore. Like, I'm good. Yeah, with this, I'm good. This one trailer. Yeah. Me too. They can come out with trailer number two. I will resist as much as I can <laughs> from watching it. And, um, mm -hmm. and then when the movie comes out, everything will be nice and fresh. I'm like, ooh, I haven't seen this. And be like, oh, no, we saw that, bro. Like, whatever. I don't care. So so what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I'm going to go see what Chief wants because he's I think somebody might be in the well. So I need to go check the well and make sure nobody's in there. Mm -hmm. um, and when we come back. Um, I just got that reference. <laughs> when we come back, I've got uh, yeah, a, I got a, I got a word for you. Um, and also, what I promised last week, we're going to talk about channel drift since apparently this episode is all about TV. So um, we will be right back on the new podcast. The Indu Podcast. Hey, dear listeners, just a gentle reminder that you can support the Indube Network by subscribing to the Indube Patreon at patreon.com slash Indube. But hold up, Sterling. I keep hearing about this website. What is Patreon? So glad you asked. Patreon is a membership platform where subscribers can pay, fund, or donate 
to creators for content. In other words, if you subscribe for a small monthly fee, you can get bonus podcasts, reviews, videos, and just awesome extra goodies from the Indube Network. So all that extra stuff we couldn't fit in this episode they're listening to right now will be on the Patreon. Exactly. And so much more. Oh, really? Well, where does my money go? Well, podcasts cost money. Microphones, conferencing software, and host websites aren't free. So every little bit that a patron chips in helps produce the content they already love and enjoy. And for your contributions, based on how much you give per month, we'll unlock more perks to be enjoyed that are created specifically for patrons. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So where do I go again? Patreon.com slash Indube. Browse around. Some posts are free. Most are a dollar. But you're free to do more and you will get more. And we at the Indube Network will certainly appreciate the help keeping the studio lights on. That's for sure. And thank you to the patrons that are already supporting and enjoying all that extra bonus content. Like that one video where you did that one thing you said you wouldn't, couldn't, and shouldn't do. Oh, I know. And I almost got killed to death trying to do it, but I did it and now it's done. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. And welcome back. Um, Prepubescent teenager. Yes, yes. One who's still trying to find himself. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So. Word watch. uh, Let's get into today's word watch, which is brought to you by uh, Janae, who is uh, on Twitter as Janae all day. Uh, she had present, presented to me the word teradiddle, which hmm. um, I'm trying to look at the other definition I had for it, um, which is a petty lie or pretentious nonsense. Petty but lie one or, of the sorry, go ahead. No, go on. You can petty lie or pretentious nonsense. Nonsense. Yes. Okay. Those are the two definitions. Nice. Uh, such as a fib or um, what? There's a synonym that I'm looking for, and the page is loading slowly. I wonder if this is what they read on because I, I one of the many podcasts I listen to is the Word a Day from Merriam Webster, and this did come up <laughs> later on that day after she had shared it with me. And I think this is what they actually read. Uh, the true origin, or origin, the true origin of teradiddle is unknown, but that doesn't mean you won't encounter a lot of boulder dash, which is a synonym, uh, about its history. Some folks try to connect it to the verb diddle, meaning to cheat, but you, ha- but that hasn't been proven, and that may turn out to be poppycock. You may hear some oh, Tommy rot. Uh, again, mm-hmm. another synonym um, about it coming from the old English verb didrurian, uh, which means to deceive. But that couldn't be true unless didrium was somehow suddenly revived after eight or nine centuries of disuse. No one even knows when teradiddle was first used. It might have been long before it showed up in a 19, or I'm sorry, 1796 Dictionary of Colloquial Speech, where it was defined as the synonym for fib. But it, 
if we claimed we knew who said it first, we'd be dishing out pure applesauce, which I did not know <laughs> was more than just uh, like pureed apples. So, yeah. Um, but no, there was a particular word. Maybe it must be under the Taurus, but there were there were some interesting other words that kind of describe the same word. I don't want to say it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. But it's just also just fun to say. And there is a list that's also attached of 10 other kind of funny sounding words that um, I will come back to in a future episode. Um, okay, so I'm not seeing it, but the word is trumpery or trump trumpery, I think. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, this is like <laughs> kind of like perfect. But then again, sometimes with uh, Merriam-Webster, they seem to pick their daily words based on what's happening in the world or our country. Interesting. But, uh, but uh, trumpery, I guess, is a word that's similar. Let me just look that up instead. Um, yeah, that is today's word. Or this nice. episode's word. Nice. Now, nice. Going, going back to... Um, I went to go look up the word, and I guess trumpery is not really a synonym, but it's it does relate to um, whoever's in office. Not that we want to get too real in reality, but uh, synonyms for trumpery are bad, bargain basement, bum, cheap, cheesy. Uh, yeah, that's really appropriate. Um, crappy, inferior, rubbish. <laughs> rotten yeah that works <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that that's that's not today's word the, the word was uh teradiddle so I'll go around telling teradiddles because you that might come back to get you you can use it for nonsense so we're here for that i like nonsense um but channel drift or network decay that's something that I wanted to discuss a little bit more since I had talked about it last episode is the gradual shift of a television network shifting away from its original programming to either target a newer or more profitable audience or to broaden mm-hmm. their viewership with their niche programming. Um, and some examples of this, as we have discussed on the show before, is Freeform, which I did look up their whole history uh, Freeform was once owned by, I think it was Focus on the Family, which is a Christian-based group. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are the ones that started the Family Channel. And eventually they had, I think, like 25 years to own it or whatever. And I believe it was bought by ABC. So they actually had to keep the name. Was it? No, I think it was Fox first. I think Fox owned it then and they had to keep the name family within the title and still keep family themed things on the network. And then eventually ABC bought it and then they still had to keep the name because it was still 25 years. So I still had to keep family within mm-hmm. the, the title name. And after that 25 years ended and maybe was it was 2015, then they were able to change it to whatever they wanted and show whatever they wanted. So that's why it's not really a family orientated channel anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And that is an example of channel drift. Other examples would be MTV, where they <laughs> famously known for showing music videos, but no longer for <laughs> yeah. forever now. Um, and uh, TLC, which 
I meant to look up to see if that actually still, if they redefined what TLC stands for, because it is really no longer the learning channel, even though I told that to my brother-in-law. I was like, well, you're, you're still learning stuff. It's just not anything worth learning about. But, <laughs> but um, it's still owned by Discovery. But um, they definitely did focus on other things. I don't know if you've watched it recently, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't either. But it's mostly reality and lifestyles. It's not really about learning. Because I remember when Discovery, when I first started watching Discovery Channel, it was a alternative to the Discovery Channel. So a lot of educational programming. Mm-hmm. Um, AMC also has channel drift because they started out showing classic movies similar to Turner classic movies, mm-hmm. except sometimes their movies were a little newer. I think they actually had commercial breaks, but then they started transitioning into original television or original series. So that's mostly what they show. They still show movies, but they mostly focus on their own shows such as the breakout hits like breaking bad and mad men and the walking dead, which will probably never end. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I you know, I, I feel that way too. I really think that they should just wrap it up, but they want to go on forever and ever and ever, like The Simpsons. Well, so we, we need a cure. We gotta, we gotta. I, I really feel like there's a cure. Maybe, maybe this is one of those shows that it, it really does go on forever, or the show dies. Or they just, they just wrap up the show, but like they don't find cure. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I did watch a video. Um, it was actually a, a YouTube or YouTube channel that you turned me on to a while ago of um, film theory, where they had a theory mm-hmm. of how the show or the series should end. Um, and that is that the disease should kind of kill itself out like all these zombies, or I'm sorry, not zombies. I take that back. All the walkers should basically be kind of dying out, like because of their just deterioration. Like they really shouldn't be wandering around anymore um, mm-hmm. from the, the decay. So I, I don't know, but um, that those were my couple examples of channel drift. There are more examples. Like oh, the History Channel is a big one. <clears throat> Does. Yeah, uh, there was a time where you can just kind of tune in anytime and they'd be talking about World War, World War II mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and I do miss Modern Marvels. That was one of my favorite shows to watch on that channel. And now they like to talk about Ice Road Truckers and X-Men and Pawn Stars, which admittedly Pawn Stars and what's the other one? Uh, American Pickers. There is a a little bit of history within that because of the things that they find are old and then they have their own stories, but it's, it's still reality TV and I'm not really here for it. And I, yeah, yeah, but, um, but I mean, that was actually a time though, when every channel was getting on the reality TV bandwagon and I hated it. I really did. Yeah. I feel you on that one. Because, you know, we, we are writers. We are fans of the written word. And that's mm-hmm. what uh, I prefer. And I'm kind of glad that we have reached that age in television. And I think I think we're still living in that golden age. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when, with these shows being more cinematic. 
So people are almost like flocking towards scripted television, whether that's on television proper or a streaming service like Netflix um, or Amazon, which was a big winner last night with their show, The Miss, the Marvelous Mrs. Maz- Mrs. Mazel, I think, which I still have not watched. That was Maisel. Maisel. Or See, Maisie. I just, no? Well, it ends with an L. I just didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I think it's Maisel. I could be wrong, though. <laughs> I love alliteration, but I just I just didn't know and I didn't like I don't want to be harsh and say I didn't care. It's just it just hasn't hit my radar yet, really, to get into it. And I don't yeah. know if I want to watch it because it, it, uh, it I felt like it stole some awards from some other people that I thought should have got it. But, you know, I'm just being biased and petty. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is a, a little bit about. Uh, channel drift and why some of your favorite channels don't um, you know look the same like when you may have either grown up with them or they just decided to like why are they changing their name and it's probably because they want a little bit more money or a little more viewership uh, it sometimes does backfire because uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show I just or may I talked about it with my family but the weather channel had a little experiment where they decided to play weather themed movies, I think on Friday nights Mm -hmm. and people did not like that at all (laughs) because they come to the weather channel for one thing. Like I'm, I don't really want to be entertained. I need to know where the storms are at and if I need a coat, you know, stuff like that. I don't, I'm not here to watch movies. So that is, uh, they, I'm glad they did away with that. They still have their own reality shows, a lot of storm chaser shows and so forth and so on. I guess that's okay as long as they keep the little radar in the corner so I can just check. But it's 2018, so <laughs> I don't really go to the Weather Channel to watch the weather these days unless it's weather that's happening farther away like you know hurricanes and such. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. That is uh, Channel Drift. If you have more random kind of questions or TV things, movie things explained, if I can explain it, please feel free to reach out. Um, you can even add it to an Ask and Dube, um, and uh, we will try to answer that question for you. So that it's uh, about it. You have any like shout outs or anything? No shout outs other than. Um... Brian and Michael, um, the Avatar, less less Airbender creators, um, and Marvel for being amazing. Doing the good work. Doing the good work, man. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I agree. Um, and Colin Kaepernick, I'll throw him out there too. Good, good job on him. Oh yeah. I mean, he's been doing that work. He has, he has. And now he's getting that Nike money, which he's, I mean, it's, it's not even that. It's just corporate, just responsibility. So Nike and Ben and Jerry's, yeah. you both are doing great, great work. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't have any shout outs either. Just, um, whoops, sorry. Um, I'm apologizing. I don't even know what I'm apologizing for. <laughs> That's not what I'm looking for either. Shout out to air fryers. 
you love your I, air fryer so much. <laughs> I, I really do. And that's what I meant to say with the Patreon. I'm hoping to one day make a video to explain what air fryers are because there's some people like, how does this work? And then I will include some um, recipes. But anyway, follow me on all things Indube at Indube and go to Indube.com to find the Patreon, which I just talked about briefly for more perks. Find my tea public store to get the t-shirts, hoodie, mugs, and more. Please rate, comment, and share the pod on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. Thank you so much for supporting, listening, stopping by, and pressing play. Uh, quick reminder, October 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the live podcast episode. Please put it in your calendar so you can either stop by or watch and hang out with us there. Uh, tell someone you value that you value them and live for the folks you love. I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. The Indube Podcast is recorded in a studio somewhere on planet Earth. The Indube Podcast is part of the Indube Network. And if you'd like to get in contact with the Indube Podcast, please email indubepod at gmail.com. That is indubepod at gmail.com. You can find the Indube Podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course Podbean. Or wherever podcasts may be procured. If you'd like to find out more information, please visit Indube.com, where you can find our store, the blog, and of course, our Patreon. If you'd like to support and donate and find more perks and fun things to listen to and watch. For Chief, DJ Joe Daddy, Billford, this is T. Sterling Watson signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Use your words, Chief. <laughs> Good boy. This has been another... 3SFX Production. I'm not sure if you were falling that time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was trying something new and then like mid try I was like, wait, I don't like this and tried to go back to the old and it was just <sighs> you know, you... So quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. I had to try it though. You gotta try you it at least once. Success. You made it. Yeah.